Welcome, I'm Dr. Juan Fernandez, and this is Living the Full Life, where we talk about your health and how to achieve it to the fullest. As always, I want to remind you, you were created to be healthy, feel good, look great, and enjoy your life. So I'm going to teach you today how to align your life so you can make these things happen. So I want to welcome you. So today we're going to be talking about where toxins are found in your life. So I want to walk through that because we are going to be having an amazing event coming up this week in our office on the 28th of April, Thursday night, 6.45 p.m. in our office at Full Life Chiropractic in Troy. And we're just going to be diving into um, some of this information. So I just wanted to give you a quick little heads up and um, some of the information I'll be sharing, kind of like a prelude to some of the stuff we're going to be diving into pretty in-depth at that workshop. So as always, I want to remind you, you can find us on Facebook at Full Life Chiropractic. You can find us on the internet at AskDrWan.com. You can find us by calling our office at 937-552-7364. You can press option two if you want to talk to one of our team members. If not, you can also text that number. Once again, that number is 937-552-7364. And you can text the word dinner. So we do have a dinner coming up May 2nd, 6.30 p.m. Basils and Troy. So if you ever wanted to understand what it is that we do in our office and how we actually get to the cause of the problem, instead of putting a bandaid on the symptoms and you're sick and tired of being sick and tired and you want just a different answer to your ailments that you've been dealing with for 10, 20, 30 years, you're more than welcome to come to that dinner. It's a free dinner at Basils and Troy, 6.30 p.m. May 2nd. You can come by yourself or you can come up with up to four friends of yours and just make sure you give us a heads up so we can save the seats for you. So the dinner is just an opportunity for you to come and learn how to approach health differently and naturally. So uh, once again, that is May 2nd, 6.30 p.m. at Basil and Troy. You can also find us on podcast via iTunes. You can search for Living the Full Life with Dr. Juan or also Spotify as well. So uh, as always, I like to get started on my show always by reminding myself and reminding our listeners as to why it is that I do what I do and why I get so passionate about what I do and why it is that I want to share as much as possible on how to achieve healthcare naturally. It's all because of a phone call I received eight years ago that literally changed my life forever. Eight years ago, I got a phone call from my mom to tell me the devastating news that she'd been diagnosed with breast cancer. So at that moment, she starts crying on the phone. Then, of course, I start crying on the phone as my mom is my hero. I remember my mom struggling as a single mother of three to put food on the table and a roof over our head. So uh, immediately I asked my mom on the phone, what are you going to do? She says, son, I know what I'm not doing. I'm not doing chemotherapy and radiation. And of course, a fear came over my, my heart. And I'm like, holy cow, like that's a guaranteed death sentence. You're not doing the conventional treatment. What are you going to do? It's like, I don't know what I'm doing, but I'm not doing that. And I'm like, okay, well, I don't know what to do. But I know one thing. I know God put an awesome power in your brain. And if your brain and your body are communicating at 100%, it ought to function and heal at 100%. So mom, let's get your spine checked. And we did. And when we looked at her x-ray, we saw that her neck, instead of having a 45 degree angle, which is normal, my mom had zero degrees out of 45, which is not normal. Then from front to back, we saw that her spine is supposed to be completely straight. Well, from T1 through T7, the upper thoracic region, my mom had a bend in her spine, minor scoliosis. In her upper back, when I saw that, I'm like, there's no way this is helping anything. So, you know, and then that just really in depth gave me some memories of remembering my mom suffering from upper back pain, neck pain, headaches, migraines, you know, sinus infections. And every single time she went to the doctor, she would always get the same answer. The answer being medication, right? 
So I finally ultimately asked my mom, why have you finally decided to do things differently? Like, why aren't you doing the medical model? You always went to the doctors, you got the drugs, you masked the symptoms. Like, why now? She says, son, simple. I finally realized that I can die and I want to see my grandchildren grow up. Four of those grandchildren are my kids. Eden, who's eight. Eve, who's six. John Luke, who's three. And Ellery, who's 10 months old. So my mom chose a different path to afford my kids, nieces, and nephews the opportunity of having a grandmother in the future. And because of that, I am thankful, blessed, and once again, happy to report my mom is still alive today. All right. She's still battling, right? And, you know, she still has a couple, you know, other things she's got to deal with. But at the end of the day, she's still alive and she's still able to enjoy her family. So my question to all of you always is who is responsible for your health? And I'm always on radio talking about that for the last, I can't even remember, three, four years now. Um, for a simple reason, you need to take charge of your health. Your health is your responsibility. Nothing is more apparent now than ever before that your health is important. If you're unhealthy, you're going to have a harder time to get over viruses, such as we saw in the last two years, right? Many people that perished and passed away were, unfortunately, for the most part, unhealthy, right? Yes, there was a few and far in between that were perfectly healthy from the outside, and, you know, they had a, just a crazy thing going on that allowed their bodies to be succumbed to this virus, right? But at the end of the day, the the 90-plus percent of people that actually passed away from the virus that were you know, dealing with the very, very major, you know, damages from it were more likely than not has some sort of pre-existing unhealthy condition, right? So it's now more important than ever before to take charge of your health and actually do something proactive, like, you know, eat better, drop weight, exercise, take vitamins, you know, get on the sun, detoxify your body, right? Which is exactly why we're doing the detox, the detoxification workshop that is taking place this upcoming Thursday, uh, April 28th at 6.30 p.m. or 6.45 p.m. in our office. And the workshop, we're going to be walking through the top things that are actually causing toxicity in your household and in your body and your environment that actually are contributing to you developing diseases. It's not about you trying to control the temperature of the earth, you're reducing greenhouse gases. I'm talking about the everyday applicable information that it can actually change your life because of the things you're exposing your body that you're not even aware of right so i want to just walk through a couple of areas that you should be looking into that literally are causing your body to be toxic and you don't even know it so where are toxins found basically is the first question right the, the question is that they're found in these actual areas number one it's in food number two water the environment is number three, cosmetics or toiletries or, you know, topical stuff we put on our bodies. That's number four. Number five is cleaners. We all clean stuff, right? And then number six is containers and packaging, right? So I'm going to walk through each one of these and give you examples of what actually is wrong and then a couple of solutions of what you can do to obviously prevent your body from continuing to build up this actual toxicity that will eventually lead to disease. And the reason why, before I even dive into this, as to why it is important to reduce toxins is because of the following. When you're toxic, your body cannot function like it was designed. So let's take a cell, for example. A cell has a nucleus in the middle, 
has a few organelles inside of the cell, mitochondria, ribosomes, et cetera, et cetera, right? So the cell does a job. It literally brings in nutrients. It throws out toxins, right? We all create toxins. You eat food. Eventually, a few hours later, a couple of days later, you're going to, you know, excrete out some waste in the form of urine or, you know, fecal matter, right? So literally, that is the same exact thing that a cell does at the cellular level, right? So at a smaller scale, the cell does the same thing. It brings in nutrients and it throws out actual waste, right? So the issue arises when not only is there waste inside of it that's being created by the processes that are natural inside of that cell, but now you have a toxic environment all around that cell, right? So if you follow the story, if you think about it, you have a cell that's producing toxins. This is a part, normal part of life. It brings in nutrients, produces toxins, right? So for example, if you were to, you know, if you were to rupture your bowel, right? The, the large intestine specifically, and it were to fecal matter were to like actually be falling inside of your body, you would become septic and you would die. That's how like serious that is, right? So I'm just putting in perspective just to kind of give you an idea, right? So if you were to unfortunately rupture your bowels and that fecal matter, right? were to be released inside of your body, your body would then become septic. There'd be a, a bacterial overgrowth, infection, etc. that eventually can kill you. And most cases does for a lot of people that it, when it goes uncorrected, right? So now imagine not only that happening, but then your body then being exposed to a ton of like radiation on the outside. Like once again, extreme, I'm going to an extreme example just to drive the point home, right? So radiation on the outside of your body, on top of septic, <laughs> septic shock inside of your body because of bowel rupture, how long are you going to survive? How long are you going to survive in that environment? Not very long, right? Like probably hours, maybe days at most, right? But more likely than not, you'll die early. So now let's take that example, which is extreme in the human body. And now let's go down to a cellular level, the cell. Cell with the nucleus, a couple of organelles, and the cell membrane, right? So now let's say that the cell cannot excrete out toxins. And oh, by the way, the environment around the cell on the outside is also toxic. How long is that cell going to survive? Not very long, right? And not even actually is that an issue. The bigger issue is this. If these toxins cannot get out of the cell, right? That toxic buildup inside of the cell starts then affecting the organelles or the little components inside of the cell. One of those components inside of the cell happens to be the nucleus. The nucleus houses the DNA that makes you you, right? So if those toxins are building up inside of your cells and those toxins start damaging the DNA, guess what happens to the DNA? It mutates. It mutates to be able to withstand the actual stressors of this environment. When that happens, now the DNA that's mutated can code and the body will realize it and then eventually like, you know, you know, different immune white blood cells, macrophages, T helper cells, natural killer cells will come by and say, hey, cell, you're not looking normal. There's something wrong with you. We're going to go ahead and kill you because it's the humane thing to do because we cannot afford you spreading or proliferating, proliferating, right? So like spreading and dividing, right? So we're going to go ahead and kill you. So that's what happens, right? But when your immune system is low, because of stress, life, sugar consumption, lack of exercise, lack of vitamin D, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. Now the toxins are building up inside of the cell. You have a toxic environment on the outside. The DNA starts mutating, and guess what happens? You develop a 
mutate a cell. Then that cell divides into two cells, two to four, four to eight, eight to 16, 16 to 32, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. You go to your doctor for the annual checkup. Hey, we see a suspicious mass here. Uh, ah, it's benign, it's not a big deal. You never change your lifestyle and you keep going down that road. 10 years later, hey, we find that same mass, kind of, but we got a biopsy. Now we have a biopsy and it's looking a little suspicious. Oh, by the way, you have actually cancer. So once again, the story is very long, very, very sounds complex, but it's actually not that complex. If you have toxins on the outside and on the inside, you're going to create actual issues in your body that are eventually going to create disease that's eventually going to kill you early or decrease your quality of life. So that's exactly what we're talking about, these toxins and how to mitigate those in your life so you don't end up in a boat like my mom, who ended up actually being diagnosed with breast cancer. And it's funny when I look at this list of these things that you can and cannot do, that you shouldn't be doing when it comes to toxicity. My mom did literally like 80% of these because she was not aware of how important these things are to be addressed and mitigated in your household to reduce your exposure. So I do have to take a quick break here. You're listening to Living the Full Life on 1290-957-WHIO. Days Use and Talk. It's an Ask the Expert weekend on Dayton and Springfield's 24-hour news, weather, and traffic station. 1290 and 957-WHIO. Dayton's News and Talk. It's our Ask the Expert weekend on the Miami Valley radio station with breaking news, weather, and traffic. 1290 and 95.7 WHIO, Dayton's News and Talk. Welcome back. I'm Dr. Juan Fernandez, and this is Living the Full Life, where we talk about your health and how to achieve it to the fullest. As always, I want to remind you, you can find us on Facebook at Full Life Chiropractic. You can find us on the internet at AskDrJuan.com. You can also find us by searching for us on via podcast via iTunes. And you can search for Living the Full Life. You can listen to this show or any other shows we've ever done in the past. And you literally can listen to this information, pause it, write it down, research it, etc. So you can become the most informed version of yourself so you can make better choices. I uh, also want to remind you there's a dinner coming up. We do have a few seats available. The dinner is on Monday, May 2nd, 6.30 p.m., Basil's and Troy. So if you want to come and learn how to achieve healthcare naturally without drugs and surgery, without having to go to the doctor uh, all the time to get a new medication to cover up a symptom, right? Um, and you want to get just the root cause of your back pain, your neck pain, your headaches, numbness and tingling, your sciatica, etc. Definitely, obviously, come listen. If it makes sense to you, you can move forward. If it doesn't make sense to you, you leave there with a belly full of really good food and if you ever change your mind you're more than welcome to come back and give us a try so um so moving on obviously you know on this previous segment i was talking about the importance of toxicity and how toxicity affects your body's ability to function and heal at 100 percent. so i'm going to walk through a couple of toxins and this is not a comprehensive all-inclusive list this is literally some of the top highlights before i dive into really really in-depth on our workshop on once again thursday 28th of april 6 6 45 p.m in our office it's a free workshop anybody it's open to anybody so at this workshop i'm going to be diving into a little bit more in depth into each one of these categories so once again we talked about toxins being found in food water environment cosmetics cleaners and containers so i'm going to touch on cleaners right cleaners are an inevitable part of life right if you live in a house, if you, if you live anywhere, you're going to have to eventually clean stuff up, right? Bathroom, bathtub, you're going to shampoo carpets, you're going to clean your car. So cleaners 
are one of the number one ways that people actually put toxins in their bodies, right? Because some of these cleaners, such as, you know, the toilet, um, you know, compound or the stuff that you clean the floors with or even the stuff you clean the bathtub with, right? All these cleaners, not only do they have actual, you know, a cleaning agent, which is awesome because it kills the bacteria and all that good stuff, right? But conventional cleaners are loaded with a variety of toxic chemicals, such as um, formaldehyde, chlorine, ammonia, and a few others, right? So these things, and it's obviously you can look at the back of the label, and I'm not really concerned about what the names of each one of them are, right? But I'm really concerned about the fact what they actually do. So for example, research has shown that actually these, you know, few chemicals that I just mentioned are linked to cancer, hormone imbalance, liver damage, and other things, right? So isn't it weird and crazy how you're exposing your body to all these things, right? But then you go to your doctor and everybody all of a sudden on TV has low T, low testosterone for men, and women cannot get their hormones in order to save their lives, right? So could it be any correlation between, obviously, <laughs> the amount of chemicals you're exposed to and the lack of proper hormonal balance? And this is the thing. Hormones are so important, and it's the number one things that are disrupted when you're exposed to toxins. Hormones are so important. They're basically hormones are the orchestra conductors of your entire body. One hormone tells another hormone what to do. That hormone tells this organ what to do. The organ functions either better or worse, right? So it's literally very, very important that these hormones are within check. If not, things do not happen effectively, right? So this is why you want to make sure you look at your cleaners and look at what the toxic components are in those cleaners and start reducing that. Uh, obviously in your household so i do have to take a quick break here you're listening to living the full life on 1290 95.7 whio the in-season talk it's an ask the expert weekend on dayton and springfield's 24-hour news weather and traffic station 1290 and 95.7 whio dayton's news and talk it's our Ask the Expert weekend on the Miami Valley radio station with breaking news, weather, and traffic. 1290 and 95.7 WHIO, Dayton's News and Talk. Welcome back. I'm Dr. Juan Fernandez, and this is Living the Full Life, where we talk about your health and how to achieve it to the fullest. As always, I want to remind you, you were created to be healthy, feel good, look great, and enjoy your life. My job is to teach you. Once again, how to align your life so you can make these things happen. So I want to welcome you back for those of you who are just joining us right now. Uh, we've been talking about toxins. So toxins are everywhere and you are exposed to them a lot more than you realize, right? So the average human literally in a day in America is exposed to up to 2.1 million toxins per day, right? Not necessarily that you're absorbing every single one of them, but you're exposed to them. So you're absorbing some of those which is unfortunate because once they actually get to a high enough level, they start affecting your body. So in the first segment, for those of you who are just joining us, I talked about how toxic buildup eventually will lead to actual, um, you know, toxic levels damaging the actual cell and eventually that cell becoming damaged at the nucleus, which is where the DNA is housed. And that would then in turn lead to diseases such as obviously cancers and mutations and etc so this is where it is very important that you look at the things that you're putting on your body the things you're putting in your body in the form of food and also the things you're cleaning your body with or even your surrounding areas so so on this last segment we talked about cleaners and how they have different chemicals that have been linked to 
liver, hormone imbalance, you know, cancers, etc. So some things that you need to be looking for when you look at the ingredient list, and this is where this is the part that I, I just want to make you aware because some people are like, okay, cleaners have formaldehyde, chlorine, okay, got it. But like, what else do I, what else do I look for if they don't have that? Is it still toxic or is it okay for me? So for example, disinfectants have these things, you know, these couple of actual ingredients. So one of the ingredients that is listed is fragrance, right? And the biggest thing with fragrance, which is very, very clever on the manufacturer's side, I know they're trying to sell their product. I'm not hating on them as they say, right? As the young crowd says, I'm not hating on these companies trying to make money. That's obviously a capitalist country. I love that fact. That's awesome. Go after it, work, work your rear off and do, do what you got to do, right? But the thing is that deception or mis misconstruing something to gain another, you know, um, another sale, obviously, is, you know, you can question the ethics behind that. But fragrance is one of those words that you can utilize. And it's like a blanket word to actually cover a lot of chemicals that are not natural and are not healthy for you. So you need to figure out what fragrance means when you're looking at whatever product you're buying. So fragrance could be a combination of a chemical that's man-made plus a chemical that comes from an animal or plus a chemical that comes from a plant, right? And oh, by the way, some of them are synthetic, some of them are not, etc. So this is a problem with this not, not just disinfectants this is like literally in deodorants it says fragrance you know perfumes etc uh air freshener so fragrance is a very catch-all word that is utilized a lot to literally just kind of hey we don't know what to call this we'll just say it's part of the fragrance combination right another one of those words you want to look for on the ingredient list is colors right so colors specifically and i know moms know this right Moms and even grandmas. So I know most of, you know, listeners are in a wide range, you know, you know, older, younger, etc. Right. But colors, colors, literally, especially especially like red number 40 and yellow number whatever. And all these colors are basically chemicals that literally have been shown in studies to affect neurology. So the brain. Right. So this is where if you ever given your kids or grandkids candy that's very colorful right like skittles or whatever once again nothing wrong with any of those companies i don't once again they they know what they're doing they do it once again they're trying to make a profit sell their product and that's okay the problem is that some of these candies have these chemicals that are definitely not good for your body especially in repetitive high consumption so example hey you give bobby in his lunch bag every day you know to your 10 year old kid or grandkid Every day as a snack, you either give them a Snickers bar or Skittles or Starburst, right? Once again, that if that's what you do, that's what you do, right? But the thing is, you look at the ingredient list on that actual food product, you'll see a color, and it says color for blah, 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 texture and visualization. And it'll be color red number, whatever, blue number, whatever. Those chemicals are not actually derived from natural sources. Those are man-made chemicals. And the problem is, once again, they start affecting not only hormones, but neurotransmitter function. So you ever notice if you give your kid or grandkid those colors, they'll start acting crazy, like <laughs> legitimately. Like We've seen our kids come back from like, a church event. Church is like, oh, yeah, yeah, have whatever, you know, have these candies or whatever as they're, you know, in, this, in, the, in, the, in the children's area. And then the kids come out. 
Uh, you know, sometimes they'll just come out like emotional or cranky or tired. And it's because the colors are affecting their neurology, right? So very important that you understand that those colors are toxic. So you need to minimize that to the best of your ability. So this is something that is found in cleaner slash food, right? Propylene glycol is another one of those chemicals that is definitely, I mean, you can look it up. Propylene glycol, uh, very, very toxic definitely not good for your body it's not good for you to be in your body on your body or on your food right but it's utilized in a lot of things right so just look it up and you'll see exactly what it does and just just to give you a heads up it's basically a means to be able to carry other actual chemicals or molecules into the body into the cell so that's what propylene glycol does so um just very very toxic to the body specifically the cell membrane it just it literally disrupts the ability for that cell membrane to be able to do its job and the cell membrane is a semi-permeable membrane so what that means semi-permeable fancy word for it lets some things in and it doesn't let some other things in so the way to explain is think of a, a nightclub right you've seen in the movies there's a bouncer outside of the door right big super muscular guy he lets some people in he doesn't let other people in right that's what semi-permeable fully permeable anybody can come and go semi-permeable some can come some can go right so that's what the actual cell membrane does if the cell membrane's ability to be semi-permeable is affected in any way, right? Then some things can get in that are not supposed to be in and some things can get out that are not supposed to be out. Could that be a problem at the cellular level? Of course it can be. And that's how disease process, inflammation, et cetera, et cetera, can actually occur. So very important that you look for propylene glycol when you look at the ingredients in your disinfectants, your cleaners, your foods, your drug products, etc., because it's definitely something that is very, very toxic and not good for your body at all. All right. So what can you do? Um, you know, you can look at, you know, utilizing different style of natural, you know, cleaning products. And I know the number one complaint is that, holy cow, they don't clean as well. They don't clean as good. I got to use more of it, etc. There are a lot of really good companies out there. I don't have time to talk about every single one of them right now, but we utilize a lot of the everything we use in our household and in our practice is natural cleaners that are safe. We literally, my wife is a literally a guru when it comes to finding stuff that is actually healthy and it cleans well because she loves stuff to be clean to a very, very high level. So this is especially in our practice, uh, especially ever since the pandemic, we've just been very, very diligent about finding products that are really good very very affordable and thoroughly and not toxic to our patients and our team so another way that you can actually get caught you know toxins in your body is cosmetics right so i know obviously i don't wear makeup <laughs> so, you know obviously to each their own right i don't wear makeup my wife does uh and i have three daughters so eventually i'm sure they will wear makeup at some point right the biggest thing is this though when it comes to makeup and cosmetics and this is the thing guys you're not completely off the hook right what do you put on your face as soon as you're done shaving, right? Aftershave, lotion, etc. If you're using shampoo, body wash. If you're using deodorant, if you're using any of those things you utilize on your body to keep it, you know, cleanliness and obviously get rid of the body odor and clean yourself, those things are also part of cosmetics. So don't just think like I said cosmetics, you're thinking about like bright lit red lipstick <laughs> and blush and mascara or whatever all that other stuff is, right? Uh, we're also talking about the toiletry. So Right now, the biggest thing is this. When it comes to cosmetics or anything you put on your skin, you got to remember one thing. 
your largest organ in your body. The largest organ in your body, if you don't remember anything else I say today, remember this. The largest organ in your body is your skin. So as the largest organ in your body being your skin, it has a lot of really, really cool properties. So I was talking about semi-permeable, right? Semi-permeable, some things get in, some things do not. The skin is very absorbable, like absorbent, right? It's It literally absorbs a lot of things that you put on it. So if you put lotion, if you put water, if you put et cetera, right? So the issue is that when you put chemicals on your body, especially on your skin, guess what happens over time? Some of them start seeping into your bloodstream and start affecting your body's ability to function. So some of these chemicals, especially if you have a toxic, for example, chemical in the form of a deodorant or in a form of a lotion, right? So this is like, you know, men and women both wear deodorant. Most women wear lotion. Some men do, right? But just, you know, let's say that we all wear deodorant and lotion. So a lot of chemicals are found, especially when you use conventional, run-of-the-mill, normal, name-brand, actual products. Because once again, they're mass-produced. The companies are, yes, they want to provide a good product, but once again, they're not really all that interested in putting a couple of chemicals there that are not shown to be of any major side effect in small number, right? The problem is that in small number, like, you know, a very small dosage, you know, in that exposure. But if you keep doing that every day for 35 years, for example, you use like, you know, lotion for your elbows so they're not, you know, scruffy or, or dry. Use same lotion, same company for 35 years and it has the same chemical is that eventually going to add up of course it is right so some of the chemicals that are found in things like lipstick and lotions and you know blush and etc literally when you look at chemicals lead beryllium thallium cadmium and arsenic right so these are found in not only cosmetics they're found in toiletries as well so lotions and all these other things that are not just for females but males use them as well right aftershaves etc so you know this is where you have to turn over the actual label can or the product label and look at the ingredient list and what it actually has in it okay because clearly these things are seeping into your skin which is the largest organ in your body, and now it's going all over your body to include your brain and your hormone-producing organs, the endocrine system, and it wreaks havoc on all those actual um, you know, organs. So I do have to take a group break here. You're listening to Living the Full Life on 1290, 95.7 WHIO. Dave Susan It's an Ask the Expert weekend on Dayton and Springfield's 24-hour news, weather, and traffic station. 1290 and 95.7 WHIO. Dayton's News and Talk. It's our Ask the Expert weekend on the Miami Valley radio station with breaking news, weather, and traffic. 1290 and 95.7 WHIO. Dayton's News and Talk. Welcome back. I'm Dr. Juan Fernandez, and this is Live the Full Life, where we talk about your health and how to achieve it to the fullest. As always, I want to remind you, you can find us on Facebook at Full Life Chiropractic. You can find us also on the internet at AskDrJuan.com. You can find us by calling our office at 937-552-7364, or you can also text that number. 937-552-7364. So I want to welcome you back to the show. Um, you know, I want to remind everybody as well. Once again, we have a dinner coming up on May 2nd, 
6.30 p.m., Basil Centroy. And what is the dinner? If you're listening for the first time, you're like, well, this guy keeps talking about this dinner. What is this dinner, right? The dinner is an opportunity for you to come listen and learn. Um, I, I will talk about basically where true health and healing comes from and how your body's supposed to heal naturally. A lot of people are trying to achieve health, and the reality is this. You cannot be healthy if you cannot heal, right? So people that go to the hospital, if they're not getting healthy, if their cuts are not getting healthy, uh, they, they cannot, if they're not healing those, um, you know, ailments, the body's never going to achieve 100% health and be able to be obviously discharged from the hospital. So what we do is we talk through how the central nervous system is involved with your healing capacity and how your body's supposed to function. And then obviously at that moment, if it makes sense to you, you make an appointment. If you don't, if it doesn't, you're like, okay, I got some free food. I listened to this guy, kind of interesting, kind of different for me, not my thing. I'm out of here, right? But if it's for you and you say, you know, I want to actually get rid of this headaches or sciatica or plantar fasciitis or knee pain, any of those things that are typically associated with a misalignment of the body, especially when it comes to structural, you know, spinal alignment, that right there is what we actually are you know, you know, we specialize in this, what we really, really help a lot of people with in our community. So if you're interested to come to that dinner, once again, that dinner is on May 2nd at 6.30 p.m. at Basil's in Troy. You can come by yourself. You can bring up to four of your friends and family. Uh, with children, we ask them to be 13 or older. But nonetheless, come and listen and learn and see if there's something we can do for you to help you be as healthy as possible for you and your family. So... Uh, so when I come back and I want to talk about one last actual toxic, you know, thing that is found almost everywhere. Right. So microplastics. And I know I talked about this a little while back years ago uh, when I talked about sea salt. So but microplastics are little particles of plastics that are found literally in water. It's been found in tap water. So crazy. Right. Research shows that microplastics are in every single country's water supply, right? The average person drinks 1,769 particles of, from tap water every day of microplastics. In the U.S., 94.4% of all tap water samples contain microplastic fibers. And then in India, 82%, and then in Europe, 72%. So the problem is this, when you consume microplastics, they are very toxic. You're not supposed to be plastic, right? It's a derivative of petroleum, right? So when you consume these microplastics, they actually disrupt your hormonal balance. So if it disrupts your hormonal balance, then obviously disrupts your body's ability to function and heal and do all those normal things. So for example, like in order for you to hit puberty, you need testosterone levels in males and estrogen levels in females to go up to a certain level so you can start developing those characteristics right you know if you once again females if you're going to menstruate like there's a certain orchestra of estrogen progesterone you know all these different literally hormones that have to be in tune in order for you to be able to do that properly right so this is where if you consume microplastics the problem is this these microplastics contain these chemicals that literally start disrupting your body's ability to function effectively, especially your hormones. And this right here is one of the largest causes that's unbeknownst to many people of all the hormonal issues that people are dealing with on a daily basis. And by the way, they're going to their doctor and getting 
prescription shots for testosterone or progesterone or etc so microplastics is literally they're everywhere they're in water so this is the number one thing you can do is start eating and consuming foods not out of plastic containers you'll want to start consuming and drinking water out of different containers aluminum and you know uh glass etc because if you continue to consume things out of these plastic containers you're more likely than not are going to continue to accumulate microplastics and research shows as of last year 2021 and once again fairly research literally by the time it's like out and published it takes literally like four or five years so something that is like as 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 early as of 2021 last year is brand spanking new research research shows that microplastics have been shown to cross the brain blood barrier which protects your brain. So the problem is that if it crosses a brain blood barrier, now you're starting to affect the actual brain itself directly with microplastics. So this is the reason why I would highly recommend that you look into alternatives on how to actually reduce the amount of plastics that you have in your household and the amount of plastics that you consume. Uh, obviously food out of and all these other things so folks i am out of time we talked about toxicity today if you're interested in more information about this topic you're more than welcome to come to our next workshop detox uh workshop in our office on april 28th 6 45 p.m in our office absolutely free open to everybody hope to see you there thank you so much once again remember there's a dinner on may 2nd 6 30 p.m at basil centro if you're interested 937-552-7364 is the number you can text or call once again 937-552-7364 thank you so much you guys have a blessed rest of your weekend you're listening to living the full life on 1290 95.7 whio dances and talk it's an ask the expert weekend on dayton and springfield's 24-hour news weather and traffic station 1290 and 95.7 whio dayton's news and talk